You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, Mike check, waifu, waifu, King Teliano, is that you? Get into it, what's up, Polo? What's up, boy, this is episode 127. Mike check, waifu, waifu, as always, brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com and use that offer code, waifu. It's also brought to you by don'ttalkshop.com, as well as our Patreon producers. Shout out to our Patreon producers, A.B. Aaron Brown, Dre, the GOAT G, Jaleesa, Ked the Pro, explicitly, Onique Williams, Nachi and Shanti. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Is Polo a professional? Listen. <laughs> what? I, I get back to H Town, don't know how to act. My, he couldn't wait. Get my life together. <laughs> Welcome to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. This podcast goes live every Tuesday at 9 30 a.m. EST. Thank y'all so much for listening. My God, thank y'all so much for listening. We uh, appreciate it. We normally don't talk numbers like public publicly but one episode hit 10,000 unique downloads that's fucking crazy that's insane so we can't thank you enough for that we appreciate the love the kindness and the support we might check waifu waifu remember you can follow our twitter at might check waifu and our instagram at might check waifu waifu as well as you make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel uh let's go to you the uh, show notes there is one quick housekeeping thing i want to get to before we get started into the show the show is a big show for you today i'm sure you read the title and found out what we're doing but we have this survey it's linked in the show notes okay it's a quick survey a lips and survey to just check our demographic none of the stuff gets anywhere else but to future advertisers uh for the podcast so again so we can make a living and we promise not to be that type of podcast that destroys the podcast with ads, but we would like to make a living off this podcast. So if you could support us by taking the survey, it'll be in the show notes. Be greatly appreciated. We got a lot just from Twitter alone. Uh, so thank y'all so much for filling that out for us. It takes literally two minutes, even less than that in some cases. Right. So take the survey for us real quick, just to get a demographic on who, who y'all are listening to us. We'll greatly appreciate it to help us out quite a bit. Um, other than that, I want to get into tell how you doing today. How you feeling? Um, I'm feeling better than I was last week for sure. But uh, you told me you're not feeling quite so good. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm sure as y'all can tell, as y'all listening to my voice, uh, the trip from uh the drive from you know Cleveland, Ohio to Houston, Texas, was a weird one. So my body isn't adjusted to the different types of climates I had to experience whenever I stopped to get gas. It was pissing me off because one minute I had to t- put on the hoodie. One minute I take off the hoodie. All I had on was a hoodie, no hat, nothing. So my uh my body real mad at me. So got a slight cold. I'm working through it. Um I'm taking some stuff for it. I can already feel it getting better and I just got it yesterday, so we should see. Anyway. Yeah, uh, how after much- the last time we recorded, 
I don't know. Remember, my, my voice was messing up the right. next day, as Polo knows. Basically, my voice was almost gone. He barely, like, you it was, barely it was like a, a step from gone. And my wife's voice was even worse, but it's probably because her voice was lighter than mine and she couldn't go down an octave to keep it like so like, scratchy. Yeah, you sound like, like a I, demon. Yeah, but I could go down an octave, so it was like more comfortable for me, but she right. can't do that, you know? She go down an octave, her voice still lighter than mine is normally, so her voice was screwed. It was like a whole day. She couldn't like the kids. It's like Apollo is doing stuff, and she tried to yell, and her voice went. Oop, nope. That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. <clears throat> yeah, this shit is. I, I remember how much I hate being sick. To be honest with you, man, I I haven't actually been like sick like that slash this since I left Cleveland. Just listen, <laughs> same. Um. Good news. I have my husky with me. My boy Saber. He's literally laying right here next to me sleeping. We love um, you. He's he's great. He did extremely well uh during that uh that drive. Y'all hear some beeping. That's coming from my team maker. Ignore it, okay? I'm sorry. You know, big big money shit. <laughs> I don't know why I keep beeping. I turned it off. At least I thought I did. Um but yeah, he's here with me right now. He's laying here. He did so good during the drive. It took 24 hours to get here this time because I, I needed some goddamn sleep. I stopped in Tennessee because I fucking hate driving in Tennessee. <laughs> Slept for about two and a half hours and uh, we got back on the road. But he, the only time he really whined and complained was when we was at that Tennessee rest stop. There was a bunch of dogs running around outside. Oh, yeah. He saw that. He was like, what the fuck am I doing in here? We got dogs. He was all in my face when I was laying down. I'm like, come on, Saber, please. We here. Um, they out there having a good time in polo and trying to sleep. Listen, I needed it. It was necessary. But yeah, I was able to finish it, knock it out. Drive wasn't too bad. Uh, we here, though. This is an anime podcast, I promise, every week. Like, as I said, every Tuesday, we drop a new episode. Um, first things first, we're going to do so slightly different this time because there's some stuff that I wanted to talk about and maybe we'll do this more often I probably said this in previous episodes I know Simi Simi Sensei has been listening to all of our episodes up until the current point so when you get to this episode let me know if we did this before because I could have sworn we mentioned doing this we're going to try to start doing this but there's actually some anime news we can we can talk about today and the main anime news at least for us is two things maybe it's only one that's two things. 86 being delayed is yeah. being delayed because of pro, uh, production issues. This comes from the Anime News Network. I want to know what these production issues are. So here's a little excerpt from Anime News Network. The official website for the television. Oh, quote. The official website for the television anime uh, 86 light novel series uh, announced on Sunday that the staff will be delaying the anime's 19th episode by one week due to production issues. The episode will air on December 4th instead of November 27th. A special edition program for the franchise will air on November 27th instead. Additionally, the anime had planned to air the special compilation episode on December 11th instead of the regular episode, but that airing has been canceled. The anime Second Curse premiered on October 2nd and the staff has been blah, 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 blah. Ellipsis. Game Press is publishing the light novel series in English and it describes the story as blah blah okay we don't need to get into any of that so basically it's been de- delayed for production issues we don't really have any details on what the production issues is but this is upsetting 
But hey. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about in the second half of the show why it's upsetting. But I wanted to take that time to uh, shout out Mr. GB of uh, Worst Generation Podcast because he started watching it finally, and he's in the weeds. He's with us. He's joined the fold, the cult, if you will. He's an '86 believer. It's it's only a cult if it's bad, though. Is it? Yeah, because cults never are good. They're never good. '86 is great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy. The only way '86 goes bad is if at the end it's too good and you want to kill yourself. Mm. Then it's a cult. Mm. But it's not a cult right now. It's just really good. Facts. That's it. Facts. Hopefully, uh, even with this delay. I mean, I still think it's going to be anime of the year. In my opinion, we'll see how, you know, it adds up for other people. But, you know, it's really good. <clears throat> I guess this is the only time in my life, okay, because I play a lot of video games. I'm accustomed to delays in video games. But this is the only time in my life where I'm impatiently upset because where it leaves us bro December 4th we gotta wait to find out what the fuck is gonna happen next that's wild to me it's it's kicking my ass <laughs> it's kidding, not only not kicking your ass though <laughs> yo that's funny it is kicking it's kicking our ass too uh GB thought it was done no I, I know right but it's just like it it, it it's not on a good angle to, to like be be done like you watch the latest episode so like where that is, yes, it's good, but it's not like at a point where if it was done, you'd be like, okay, I can deal with that conclusion. Right. You know, it's still got some stuff to, to kind of give us, to actually give us a conclusion, something that we can feel comfortable with, right. more information that we just need. So, I mean, I'm okay with it being delayed because that means they actually care about what the quality is going into it mm. because this, this straight up could have gone straight to Black Clover. Oof. I mean, it can't go to Black Clover. Right? It's hard to do that. Yeah, impossible. Um, it's, it's hard to be that bad. But um, <laughs> basically, what I'm saying is like they could have dropped the production value if they really wanted to to get it out to the fans. Facts. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for more. Eighty six is definitely probably uh, you can assume going to be our anime of the year. On to the next news story. Uh. This has something to do with an anime that's very close to us. This is Made in Abyss season two. Uh, Made in Abyss uh, had a fan meeting or something like that. I don't know what it is, but they released a trailer. <sighs> the key visual for Made in Abyss, um, a second television anime season based on Akihito's Sakushi's uh, Made in Abyss manga on Sunday. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the trailer? I did. I watched it. Talk to me. What did you think? <sighs> they they pull at your heartstrings. <laughs> the, you know what I loved about Made in Abyss is that it sounds so good in the trailer too. Listen. Like that we talked we talked about this. You even said something about it on Twitter. The anime sounds really good, but even the trailer it just sounds really good. It's it's like a fulfilling sound and it, it draws you in. It's like orchestral like orchestra it, it just really is like it fills the room if you have it loud so it's like it makes you it just draws you in what's so special the, the thing that's so special to me about the main abyss's soundtrack is that the, 
I, I think you just said this and I'm completely probably missed it because I was infatuated with this poster that I'm looking at but the, the, the way it swells it just knows when to swell kind of like how in, in, in earlier seasons of uh, My Hero when you say run comes on and it's coming on with the swell right at the particular moment where it needs to hit unbelievable and main abyss from the trailers to the inserts in the anime season one is phenomenal uh main abyss is probably one of our favorites uh that we've ever reviewed because it had our a special guest featured on that episode um i believe it's episode 50 or is it 50 or 51 actually i have a i have we have a list. We have a list. <laughs> Mike check com slash review or reviews uh, gives a list of everything that we review so far. Not everything is up there yet. We're still working on that, but bear with me. Yeah, so let me scroll down here. <laughs> yeah, I got to get this list updated. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was episode 51 with Blanime Podcast. Blanime in Abyss. Uh, you best believe when season two drop, we're gonna have a Blatter Made in Abyss season two review. Um, mm-hmm. That's gonna be dope. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, it's, that trailer was special. I was I was kind of like, damn, but what about you know what I'm saying? What about our folks? I have to then I had to rewind to go back to myself to think. Okay, for one, I haven't seen that movie that is like a, the gap in between for Made in Abyss season one and then season two. It's like that yeah, movie. Like you have to watch apparently, so we both have to watch that and, and come back to y'all on that. But they did. Our people showed up at the end and of the trailer. trailer. Yep. So it was at the very end. Um, I can't wait to. Not that I can't wait to feel the pain, but I know I'm going to feel the pain because it, <laughs> <laughs> it just invokes that emotion. They're gonna give it to you regardless. It ain't even up to us. That's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. Uh, all right, that's those are the only two news stories we wanted to cover. Shout out to Anime News Network. Um, to be honest, sorry if any of y'all listen to this podcast, but to be honest, this website sucks. I'm gonna just, <laughs> I'm gonna just say, <laughs> I'm sorry. I did no disrespect. Uh, it, it can use a lot of work. It makes me want to start an anime uh, website proper. Uh, so tell before we get to the main topic of the show. Which again, if you watch the ti- if you read the title of this podcast, you know that it's going to be our arcane review. I'm gonna get into the review and how everything goes about that extremely soon. But what was your show of the week this week out of the fall seasonal anime? It was hard. Um, I think Blue Period had the episode of the week, motherfucker. <laughs> but if I'm if I'm being like. If I was saying like, okay, my specific one that I really like the most. Yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> it's hard because Blue Period was just objectively a good episode. Miracle Chan had a really good episode. This last, this final episode was just really fucking good. But it was just like the, the anime ramp, ramped up a lot. So it, it went from like, okay, to like, I, I could actually recommend this. But it's still, you know, getting good. Mm. So for me, episode of the week is Blue Period. But now because you already said Blue Period, 
I'm going to, and again, 86 was phenomenal too, but I'm going to have to go with, if I wasn't going to go blue period, I will probably say Comey can't communicate. It was just, it was just a joy to watch. The I Comey, like that. The Comey, the Comey character, the way she's drawn is just so beautiful. And she's so fucking cute with her condition. We, this episode, the, the most recent episode, I'm going to just say we met her father. And it's just great. It's just a phenomenal interaction, even though three words were spoken. <laughs> so if you're three not a, episode? no, 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 just the interaction between her and her father. So if you haven't gotten a chance to watch Comey Can't Communicate, please watch it. So on Netflix in the show that uh, the site that shall not be named is obviously where I watch it. But yeah, now I'm going to I'm going to throw a curveball at you, Montel. What was the episode that you just did not vibe with this week? Uh, Platinum Man. I'm I'm, I'm going to go more into detail on this. But to me, it felt like an episode of Dragon Ball Z. But like, yes, with not Dragon Ball Z characters. Like, why the fuck are you yelling the entire episode? Yeah. But you yelling and crying. Like, can you pick can you pick a lane and, and die in it, please? Yeah, that episode was whole trash. Uh, for me, the episode that just did not hit would have to be Faraway Paladin. This is one of the shows that goes from extremely strong start episodes one through four. Beautiful start. Then potential. The crazy potential. Then it turns into wherever the fuck it is now. And I hate it. I can't stand it. Not only did it get worse as far as the storytelling and writing goes but the animation just fucking changed I don't know it, it looks different and it don't look good it definitely don't look good so to, to avoid going into too much detail my issue with it is the fact that um, it went from um, our main character kind of like growing and learning to he's in a scenario where he's not with the characters that we kind of enjoyed in the beginning, but he's also kind of in this position where he's just like overpowered. And I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with the overpowered stuff, but it just it almost feels like it doesn't suit him for this world, and we don't know enough about the world yet. They they isolated him in this little block of the world, and then put him into the rest of the world, and then the story just goes slow. I almost feel like it would have been better if they just dropped him off in some bullshit. Yeah. Like his, his first step into the real world was pure trash. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. It, it this That's what it is. It's that small little pocket that he's in that just is like, what the f- like why? It feels just like a, we're wasting time. Um, Because what it's trying to do is it's trying to deliver the message of uh, his loyalty to his goddess, I guess. Yeah. Which we didn't, we, we didn't need. We didn't need it. But I guess it, it was to also give him his new best friend or whatever. I don't, I don't know. It's pretty trash, though. Um, all right. With that being said, let's quickly move on to the main discussion here. That is going to be the Mike Check Waifu Waifu official review of Arcane. Now, before we get started with the review, I'm going to explain how our review works. Our review is broken up into five different categories. Okay. We rate the five different categories using the 20 point scale. For example, the 20 point scale being one, 1.5, two, 2.5, three, 3.5, etc., all the way up into 10, of course. 
five categories that we rank on that 20 point scale are animation, sound design, pacing, plot, and characters. Okay. We rate all five of those using that 20 point scale. Each of us gives our individual scores on that. After we do that, we then, we then combine those scores we didn't overall our individual scores and then combine those individual scores together to give the official my check waifu waifu review the show the show we're going to review today is actually a western um I, i'm gonna call it western inspired animation it's still anime the western animation not anime yeah exactly so it is arcane okay and uh man i'm looking forward to this I got a review skill pulled up. Make sure I clear it out. Uh, Okay. All right, Tell. What are your baseline thoughts of this, uh, of uh, Arcane? Um, I hope this isn't too revealing for what my score is going to be, but I think that Arcane should be the, the model for gaming anime going on in the future or gaming animation. If you're going to animate something that's going to be video game based, especially something like this that has such a deep backstory, so much like supporting information and stuff like this, this should be like the staple. There are definitely things you can improve on from this because there are some things that this didn't do like 100% blow it out the water, but almost like everything like it did it hit most of the targets and then like kind of it it exceeded a lot of them for me like there were some parts of this i was just not expecting for this to be good at or even uh excel so well at Mm. so anything i think that this should kind of be like more like the staple for where we're going with our video game animation and series of that like right yeah uh so for me obviously arcane is based off of the video game league of legends which is a moba uh uh, what's the moba stand for again um multiplayer online battle arena there it is uh based off the mobile this just goes to show when you have a video game that has uh the um the popularity of league of legends okay now this game is played by millions millions and millions of people on a fucking daily crazy it's been it's been a lot around since fucking it's been more like maybe more than 12 years maybe 12 years it started from dota that's true it's definitely it started from dota as a uh, mod popular show very popular game i mean um and it's something that i got into a little bit but didn't play much of but even I recognize a lot of these characters, even playing a very limited amount I did play, right? Uh, okay, just overall thoughts for Polo. The show's great. You don't have to know anything about the video game to enjoy this show. Again, it's a Netflix exclusive, so go to Netflix, turn on Arcane, watch it, and I promise you won't be disappointed. There is some things that you will be slightly lost on, but they do a good job of explaining kind of what's going on. And, they, and it's, again, very, 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 very beautiful. Hint, hint. Um, but I'm looking forward to reviewing this one. We don't, there's not many shows that outside of anime that we've reviewed uh, 
Invincible was one of them. And we gave that a 8.45, the uh, Amazon superhero show. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with the review of uh, Arcane. So, before we get cracking, for those of you that don't know, the first thing we're going to review is the animation. The animation is art style, visual direction, scenery, and overall viewing experience of the show, Arcane, the Netflix League of Legends TV show. All right, so I watched this in in 4K. Uh, visually, I, I think this is one of the best shows I've watched in a while. Um, I'm oh, just right off the bat, it's a 10. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that. For <laughs> um, it gave me, we talked about it, that uncanny valley feel where it felt like a little too realistic. And I attribute that to the, the, the animators doing that. They did a, a mix of 2D and 3D um, animation. And like the realism that they put into things like blinking was just too much for me. Like that, they, they really excelled at making sure these characters not only felt like animated characters, but like they could also probably fit into your world if you saw them. Right. So it, it was, they did an amazing job at the animation. Um, the world felt, felt completely like uh, a fantasy world, but still live, lived in, like you could live there as well. Um, art style, obviously amazing. Um, so yeah, 10, 10 for me on animation. Yeah. An unbelievable animation now this just goes to show like when you're watching something that is western developed okay and obviously the attention to detail that they put on the animations of the characters emotion uh emotes uh from just like crying or anger or and just just pure conversation just the effect that conversation has between the two characters when it's in english dubbed and the mouth matches what they're saying just makes it so much more believable and no matter what the scene is beautiful animation aside the fact that the mouth flaps fucking match okay again this is more so 2d and 3d mixture but it is the most beautiful thing you will ever see between the backgrounds some of the backgrounds being completely flat intentionally painted um actual paintings in the show looking just as good as the world around it um fucking again just the movements the walking the lighting the lighting unbelievable animation it's incredible it's obviously going to get a 10 for me as far as that it, this is above all some of the best i've seen um shit probably ever now this <laughs> this is I'm not going to let this mess up the bar because I know this is a unique situation because nobody has Riot's money, which is the developer of League of Legends. Nobody has Riot's money. So that's going to be impossible to expect out of Except anime. Pokemon and they're not doing it. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let's, let's, just, let's just move on. Sound design is the next thing we're going to rate. Sound design is composed of the soundtrack, compositions, and sound effects and how well it tied in with the visuals. Tell, what do you think of the sound design of Arcane? I can't do this one first. You oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. We alternate. Sound design was, uh, again, great. I Something about League of Legends that I remember from playing it back in the day. Again, last time I played it, it had to be like 2017, maybe 18. It was the fucking music. The music, so good. It's something for everybody in it. 
it's a little bit of hip hop, a lot, a little bit of rock, some chill step was fucking in there at one point, some dubstep that actually didn't sound like a complete trash can was in it. Um, League of Legends is kind of known for its music, so this is kind of unfair. Where they placed the music was phenomenal. How they placed the music was great. Uh, this is the one time I'm I'm gonna have to go with a back to well besides Astro Lost in Space a back to back ten, and that's gonna be sound design was wonderful from the hits to the to the actual fighting scenes. Just absolutely amazing when it's when it comes to the sound design and it's damn again what League of Legends is kind of known for in the video game world. So not that hard to believe, but <laughs> here we are. Tell what did you think about the sound design? Um, yeah, uh, it the artists that they chose to implement into this this show, um, how they did things like one of my favorite things was the uh, the Hex Tech Cube and just the the sounds that it oh, made. How was it not the Echo fight between Echo and I'm, I'm saying just one of my favorite things. I'm not saying the Echo fight wasn't my favorite thing. The Echo fight, bro, <laughs> that whole scene was crazy, incredible. But like the voice actors, like the Polo was saying earlier, um, the the fine tuning that they really put into each of these like sounds was amazing. It was amazing. Sorry to to step into your turn here, but just to fucking piggyback off the fucking voice acting and every single voice actor in this show. Again, they're video game voice actors, so they are a little bit more adept at voice acting. Fucking incredible. Incredible. Ugh. What yeah, sound design's a 10. <laughs> it's wild. Not surprising, though. Next up is pacing. The pacing is the episode-to-episode strength, continuity, and how well the story developed and unfolded as the series went on. So pacing for me was where it kind of got a little weird. Um, I don't necessarily think the pacing was bad, right? I think the first three episodes were the, the, where it was kind of slow. And I think once it picked up in like the, the latter episodes, um, like the pacing from the first three episodes didn't really line up. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I think it was, it was still good. So I give the pacing an eight. It just wasn't like, it it didn't stand out like as perfectly paced. Um, it it was just the first few episodes, it, it was introducing the characters, but it was still like a little slow. And then it almost gave me the, the want for like, I guess more context for how they paced it. But it was like. I was thinking in my head, like, they can't give me more context because then they're going to have to keep going back further and further more for the way it's paced. And it, it, it was it was it wasn't horrible. But, yeah, I give it an eight. Uh, it's funny because we, we, we are the same but different. Same but different. I thought the first three episodes were probably the strongest paced show ep- uh, episodes of the show because it 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 had time to build and manifest the care for the characters which is extremely necessary in the show for the later half of the show. The later half of the show, shit just kind of, it, it kind of snowballed and happened. Um, I'm going to get to that in the plot, but 
it, the pacing of how everything kind of snowballed was was kind of a rapid fire. Here, 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 here. So for me, the pacing is a, was probably the weakest part of the show because again, the strong start to the to it then just turning into a kaleidoscope of shit happening. Um, and for me, it was a seven point five uh, because of that reason like the kaleidoscope of I mean again I had nothing I'll get to that in the plot but I had nothing bad to say about the story itself well yeah I don't really have anything bad to say about the story itself well there are some criticisms and I'm gonna just slide to that next actually polo way uh plot the overall story and how well it was written and how well the story resonated with us as the viewer so for me personally, since it's my turn to start with this one, the the plot was great. It w- it was a great story, but if again because of the pacing, it felt so kaleidoscopy and rushed towards the end of the series that it it, it kind of took away some of the emotional attachments that I had at the beginning till about episode four or five like I still had that emotional attachment it's not in episodes by the way I still have that emotional attachment to the characters but the effect of the events that took place because of the pacing totally kind of like numbed the plot a little bit for me but I absolutely enjoyed their time skip I absolutely enjoyed the, the, the overarching story of essentially quote unquote lack of a better word gutter rats trying to it's, it sounds crazy but the gutter rats trying to take it to the man quote unquote and and how everything just it it turns into a political game of thrones-esque story that is very enjoyable man a video game this again goes to show you a game from 2009 this is a game from 2009 league of legends that has so much time to build up this lore that they got a lot to work with so and you can tell uh, I think just towards the end is where it's going to start to lose other people that aren't familiar with League of Legends because of the way it moves. But I still think the story, the plot was very, very, very strong for me. And I give this an 8.5. Okay. Um, so I agree. The plot was was strong. Um, I, I enjoyed this story a lot. Like, if I was being more personal, uh, I'm going to say this story is probably like, a 10 if I was being personal like I just really really enjoyed like how these characters resonated with the story um now if I'm being objective which is what I'm I'm doing here uh there were some points that that definitely bothered me like I think that they definitely could have pushed that same they want to they want to um manufacture these weapons to help defend the city without inviting Mel Moderna's mother there she there was she had no real purpose there other right, than right. to just show a presence, right? And we already we already were getting a feel for Mel. So there was no no need to introduce her mother there. I think if they were gonna introduce her, they should have done it in a in actual like next season or whatever the, the prequel or the sequel is to this. Um and there it just for the story, um, there was just overall just points that, that could have been done a little bit better. That's um, yeah. So for me, um, I gave it an eight out of 10. Um, like I said, it's still very good. I, like I said, uh, above, above average. And 
and it actually shined a lot for me personally but objectively i think it's like an eight you know what bugged me what was it like how i talked about how the pacing turned into this kaleidoscope just flash 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 what happened here this happens this happens this happens it was like kind of a rapid succession what mm-hmm. happened between um what was his uh what was jace uh, uh Victor? victor's fucking assistant what happened oh, yeah. to her how that shit just happened was like uh it was yeah it was a waste of a character weak uh, it was very very weak and that's again yeah. it like you said it was an above average plot but I do think the plot carries carries a significant amount of weight into what this show is. Um, the that's ca- why I agree with that. To almost transition perfectly into the next topic for this particular uh, show, characters, the relatability, overall development, and growth of the characters, and how memorable they were. Uh, is it my turn to start? Uh, Your turn to start. Did I do plot? No, it's my turn. Uh, I loved the characters. I loved the characters entirely of this show. Um, All of them were just just too important. Do me Uh, do me a favor, real quick though. What's up? Take your mind out of the video out of the video game. Period. Just I'm not even thinking about that because like characters I'm thinking about, um, like because I didn't. I knew League of Legends characters, but I didn't really know them, right? Like, I knew them at a glance. I didn't right. know what they it, were. because it's about. a MOBA, so you don't really get to know them in that aspect. Right. Like, I knew them at a glance. I didn't know who they really were, like, what they were about. Because League of Legends in the game, they give you backstory on these characters, but I knew nothing about them. I knew that I liked the way Jinx looked and how she operated. But the development from how she was powder. Great ADC. <laughs> how she was powder right <laughs> sorry the development from how she was powder and she was having problems just in general to now she's jinx and how she gained that name violet how you know we already knew she was v the whole time or vi but like how she grew up into kind of owning owning that like place that she had echo um the friends that they had even before then and just like i think overall like jinx had the best character transition um because she went from that that innocent i want to help little girl to um she's actually twisted and it just got progressively worse and worse um it it gave me like a harley quinn vibe but but much much more because that's kind of what her character is but the like to see some of those transitions like we even saw like jace being the the innovator who wanted to to he wanted to just make a change and he took things step by step by step because yeah. he wanted to be he just wanted to be that next great innovator and he wasn't thinking of making a profit or doing anything like that he just wanted to be the step four and that, that's what it was he he was that step four and then he was the change for the world and then he started to kind of like twist his his actions through, you know, operating with Mel and whatnot. So I think the characters and their interactions with each other was amazing. Um, characters to me was a 10. Uh, something that the show does that I just was f- f- floored by was growth. The growth of the characters, even antagonists, like the antagonists grew. 
the side characters, i.e., for example, uh, I think his name Silico. Silico, yeah, yeah, Silico, his assistant. She grew in obviously a negative way from what she was, episode one. The uh, father figure was phenomenal. V was phenomenal. Vander, yeah. Vander, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Echo. And, and to put her in perspective, like, what for me, the first thing that comes to mind when it comes to these characters, the first word, word association, I'm going to say is believable. And I'm going to say that because the situation that was, that took place for the major character switch between from Powder to Jinx, which is obviously the same character if you watch the show, extremely believable because if you go from being told from your inner circle how useless you are how much of a quote-unquote jinx you are uh that was a little corny but to that to then committing the most egregious act i talked about this last episode but when she what she did to quote-unquote help completely fucked up everything and it literally had me verbally standing up and yelling at my monitor like yo what the fuck are you doing? Why the fuck would you do this? Like they had it. They were there. They were at, it was a very, it was a very tense moment that did not need your help. And because of your quote unquote help, it turned into this fucking massacre. You literally murdered your, your inner circle basically unintentionally, which then caused anger out of believable anger from V, which then caused her to literally lash out and just say obvious things that she don't mean which then turned her to latch on to anything that would have came her way which led her to the antagonist of the show her following the antagonist of the show was believable she didn't know who that man actually was like she'd never seen him before in her life uh i mean she probably has but you know it probably was a passing comes and goes type of situation because she, he was related to the father figure of her of old Vander so it, it, it's all extremely believable the, the, the characters for me was great man I just I don't know how it's not a 10 uh, for this particular one because it's just that good it's literally just that good alright so with that being said looking at our review scale Tell, I know you're not doing the averages because I already got the, the rating pulled up here. I'm going to start off by reading everything that we got. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. so for the five categories, we got animation, 10. For Polo, animation, 10. For Tell, sound design, 10. For Polo, 10. For Tell, pacing, 7.5. For Polo, 8. For Tell, plot, 8.5. For Polo, 8. For Tell, Characters, 10 for Polo, 10 for Tell. The overall score for the Mike Check Wife for Wife official review of Arcane is a 9.2. 9.2 even, which puts it just below Venom Saga. Now, to give y'all a little bit of perspective of what our review list looks like, Again, you can go to mycheckwifewifewood.com slash reviews to check out uh, some of the stuff we reviewed and it has a link to the episode. All you got to do is click the uh, red hyperlink. Uh, this is a look at what our review views of, out of the things we've reviewed looks like so far. 
starting off at the very bottom. Our 23rd ranked anime is 91 Days at a 6.4. Our 22nd is Banana Fish at a 7.3. 21, Dr. Stone with a 7.8. 20, Tokyo Revengers at a 7.85. 19th is My Hero Academia Season 4 specifically at a 7.9. 18, Gangsta at a 7.95. 17, Shivery of a Phil Knight, 7.95. 16, Bungle, Stray Dogs, 8.4. Number 15, Invincible, 8.45. Number 14, Darwin's Game, 8.5. 13, Made in Abyss, 8.5. 12, Steins Gate, 8.65. 11, Erased, 8.75. 10, B-Stars, 8.85. 9, Demon Slayer, 8.8. And at the 8th spot is where Arcane is 9.2. Seven spot villain saga at 9.25. Six spot Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash 9.3. Five Promise Neverland 9.3. Can't do season two yet. Yeah, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta re review season two and combine those two scores together. Fire Force at number four at a 9.35. Uh, the my uh, the my teen romantic comedy snafu slice of life series as a whole. 9.45 number two Clannad 9.8 and our number one reviewed anime Astro Lost in Space at a perfect 10 still stand by that we will forever stand by that 100% that is our most accurate score here uh, no our uh, to be honest I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it G real with you I think our most accurate score or scores is probably no, our least accurate is B stars, but our most accurate is probably Steins Gate, uh, Steins Gate, Grimgar, and Arcane. I think obviously outside of Astro Lost in Space. Oh shit, I like Clannad. I like Clannad. Where is that too? But I think and those D- are Demon Lord retry. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The Hall of Shame reviewed is a negative seven point seven five at Demon Lord retry. The show is the worst shit ever. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Uh yeah, how you feeling about that overall? No, nah, that was great. I like I like where that is placed, and I do think that uh, like I said, I can't really imagine B stars with the, up that high. But like even looking at like I don't know, like I quite I guess for an anime, villain saga would be rated nine point two five. But like if you were comparing it overall in comparison, like something like Arcane, I don't think I'd put it up above arcane yeah i don't personally me either arcane is not an anime so we are rating it in like the grander scheme of things but if it were an anime i i I don't know it would be hard to put arcane anything above or not anything but something like venna saga above arcane interesting interesting i did like villain saga a lot though I so. did. I really enjoyed them. That's like the story to me was better than Arcane's short. Could it have been? Could we have been using the 100 point scale at the time we reviewed Villain Saga? We, we, we could have been doing something a little bit different. Yeah. yeah like, a, like instead of 9.5, it would 9.3 type shit. It entirely could be. Yeah. But inter- interestingly enough, I think. Um, yeah, I think 
like the bottom of the list is very accurate. And it's crazy to say that because Tokyo Revengers is at number 20. But I, I think that's accurate. Yeah, it, it, it's 100% on point. I think our top, our top four are very accurate. Promise Neverland needs to be adjusted. I think Grimgar is accurate. Yeah, yeah. If not, Grimgar could even be a little bit higher. Um, and then, you know, Vinland Saga, I don't think it's bad. Like I said, I don't think Vinland Saga is inaccurate. I just think that if we are looking at, like, the grand scheme of, like, something like Arcane, it could be higher than, Grim- than Vinland Saga. Right. <clears throat> yeah. But other than that, that, that top, that top, like, eight could be, is, like, basically on point. Pretty good, yeah. Minus the prob- Promise Neverland. I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, with that, if y'all are watching this on YouTube, check the comment section down below. I'll put the uh, the uh, the links, again, to the survey and to the uh, website where we have our other reviews listed. And if y'all want, why not just review the um, review anime, you know, uh, using our scale. Review Arcane with your own objective or subjective uh, opinions with the five categories. Let, it know, let us know what you think. Um, and then tweet at us too if, you, if you're just listening to the podcast version. Tweet at us and let us know what your review version of our review scale will look like for you if you watch Arcane as well. So thank y'all so much for uh, rocking with us with that. Um, we're about to take this quick break, but when we come back, we will be spoiling a few shows. You know what? I'm going to use a song from Made in Abyss for the break song. Like one of the covers that actually won't get us blown the fuck up on YouTube. But we're gonna we're gonna do that for the break song. But when we come back, we're gonna spoil eighty six. We're also gonna spoil what? What else? Uh eighty six blue period. Yes. Um probably reincar uh jobs reincarnation. That's right. Jobs reincarnation. Um let's get to know Mike Check White Floyd Food before we do that though. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where you get to know us, the hosts, where one of us rolls a random number generator. The other reads a question associated with that number. It's tell turn to roll the random number generator. My turn to read the question. 43. 43 is, uh, list two pet peeves you have in anime. Um... Really, really, really shitty characters. Like characters that I, I, I will one hundred percent hate and then like uh over sexualized children. Not really vibing with that. Yeah, that's that's those are great. Those are great examples. Those are great examples. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the characters for me, dog. Um and again, just the believability is very important, right? Like it has to be believable and if it's not I can't enjoy it so I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say characters as well alright enjoy this made in abyss tone cause I know you will she's good we'll be right back after these
It's episode 127 of My Check Waifu Waifu. Again, make sure y'all go follow us on Twitter at My Check Waifu, on Instagram at My Check Waifu Waifu. And uh, tell your friends about the podcast. We'd appreciate that. Let's share. What show you want to spoil first, Till? Uh, Jobless Reincarnation. Let's do it. Uh, we start this episode off, and he is looking at the God dude. Yeah. Which very intriguing little concept yeah. they got going on here. I was surprised by that. I thought I, I was like, well, I went to the wrong episode. I thought I went back. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, well, in the first season I was, or the first part of the season, I felt like we didn't see him this much, but no, you know, he, he definitely getting, you know, getting in there and is he's making sure he's staying active in the, in the series right now. Uh, what do you think his uh, motivations are? Just entertainment. Like I don't said. know. He, hasn't, he, I mean, I guess so, but I feel like it's obviously more than that. I think, I so think too. it's, I think it's kind of uh, to give. I think it's more to teach our main character a lesson, right? Like, I think he wants to teach Rudy, like the the significance of family, and I'm only saying that because it, the family's been, been becoming more and more important as the series has kind of gone on, as you've seen for the last few episodes family has been kind of like a staple conversation in the series so maybe that's what he's trying to do is he's trying to make sure that rudy sees the significance of family and to take care of that yeah i think i think you're on to something i i i me personally though do feel like it's for entertainment purposes like i'm gonna pull this guy from his old world where his life fucking sucked to this new one and just see what happens if he's a part of the gray rat family like, but yeah, but he's also like, he, how would he have known, right? Like that Rudy would have been this great. He, he had no idea that Rudy was going to be great at this, right? Yeah, like, that's a valid point. Kinda, like, he didn't give him extra powers. He just said, go to this world. And Rudy just kind of advanced because he lived life before. You know, you make a valid point because again, like, like as you said it in your earlier point, shit didn't show, he didn't show up until shit got real. You know, so. yeah, like he he didn't really like jump in immediately and say like, "Hey, this is what I'm here for." Right. If he really was just there for entertainment, I think he would have been petty and been like, "Yo, uh, this is what we're doing." From like the age three, because Rudy could understand stuff at that age, he just couldn't say anything. Right. Remember? Yeah, of course. I, I yeah, some it's some underhanded shit going on here. I don't know what it is yet. You think it's just family? I think it's something a little bit. It could be something a little bit more, though, and we could both be just wrong, which is entirely possible. Oh my! <laughs> True. All right. What did you think about uh, 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 Aisha and um, his sister? Yeah, his sister and his mom. Or his so that that was maid. first of all hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, she called him a pervert off the bat. <laughs> off the bat, without yeah. actually calling him a pervert because she didn't know that was him. That was on point. Right. I mean, because, like, the reality is, is that, yeah, he, he is. But he's not, like, he's not really that bad, right? Like, because he's a child. Right. So, but it's also, like, you don't want your child acting like that. Um, but he's also, he's he's saving people and being a savior. So, I think it's funny for his character um 
But yeah, I hope I hope that get them together a little bit. His sister put him <laughs> put him on blast straight up. I'm with you. I hope he does clean his help him clean up his act a little bit. Um, to see how this kind of played out, I kind of got lost in the sauce. Maybe I needed to like rewatch it or something like that. But I wasn't going to do that obviously because I didn't have so much time. I think I was just like, huh? What do you think you got lost in this episode? The, the, where the 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 guy that's trying to capture Roxy. I'm not sure why he had the letter of "Hey, Roxy wants to see you." Situation that he Roxy was training him on magic. I know, I remember that. But why? Oh, it's because they all oh, the guards saw him do the incantationless magic. That's why they knew it was him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. That's what. Hey, remember the guard? Like, yep. is, could it be? You know, it just flashed in my fucking brain as soon as I was talking about it. Like, I don't even know how they even knew it was he was. But then, once you put it in perspective of the guards literally saying. Wait, is that he just did incantationless magic? And the guards clearly didn't want to actually do what they did. Exactly, they Which, don't seem like they wanted to do that. Do you think the the, the maid chick was about to be like, "Yo, maybe you can help us," and then she just stopped? Yeah, I think I don't know. I think they were gonna say like, "This is a trap," because it seemed like they were they were like faltering, right? But they didn't because, you know, he is who I guess he's like, what, the king or next in line for the king or something like that. So Damn. they probably went along with it because they had to. I think and here's the thing is that I think Rudy is stronger than the barrier. And I'm not sure, but they said, you know, king level magic um, and he had it to to save or to trap. Uh, what's her name? Roxy. Roxy. But Roxy isn't necessarily as strong as Rudy. You know, Rudy doesn't have his, his staff, yeah. But he is still, I think, like a source of untapped potential. Like he is stronger than, than we know. Than he think, knows. Than he knows, yeah. So I think he's going to get out of it. Or uh, one of the maids or somebody who's there gonna, is going to get him out. We'll see. Yeah, I, fuck. I hated seeing Aisha's mom tied up. Yeah, bro, that sucked. It sucked. It was so sad. She was such a sweetheart in the early game of the show. Um, <laughs> I can't believe she kept his uh his most prized possession. Uh, yeah. I mean, but she she was real, but not real. You know? Right, right, because it kind of exposed <laughs> exposed his ways. She could have hid that better. True, true. Good episode. Uh. Probably not as impactful as the previous episodes have been, but it's still real good. Yeah, it was still an interesting episode, just not not super not super impactful, not super super big or anything. Yeah, I'm 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 just real glad that we're finally finding his other family members, right? Like, yeah. I really want to see what they're gonna do with. Uh, I think her name is Lillian. His mom. Yeah. Like, I, here here's my my issue is I feel like it's all of this can't go well. Yeah. That's where I agree. And even if it's something like where Gislaine is not okay, you know, the woman who, the cat woman who was teaching them, somebody can't be all well. I'll be okay with, with that. Yeah. But so it, that's just, why I don't think it'll happen because I'll be, I'll be too okay with it as a viewer. Like I'd be mad okay if his mom was finding Gislaine was the one that was just fucking her head, was chopped off and put on a pike. Uh, I can make our kill kind of shit. But if his mom is, you know, I'm a fucking die. I just loved her. She was such a sweetheart, too. Man, 
I got why Paul couldn't keep it in his pants because they were just so nice, so pleasant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just good people. Um, all right, with that, it was a good episode though. I enjoyed it. For sure. Let's move on to the next one. Um, eighty six. Eighty fucking six, bro. God damn, man. So hear me out. Eighty six has had consistently very very good episodes. Um, I do think that for the consistency they had, this is not necessarily their best episode, but it still has some very impactful stuff in here. I just like I don't say that to to like take away from the anime. If the anime hasn't hadn't been so good so far, this anime this episode could have still been like uh, one of the best episodes for another anime. Yeah, but this is eighty six. So this is just like another very good episode. It's not like the best of 86. Is it your expectations? Your expectations are set high? I'm not, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's bad because nothing in here was out of my expectations. It oh, just I felt like I'm just, it felt like the lead up to something very big is about to happen is what it felt like. Right. I'm saying in general, though, do you feel like your expectations for this is uh, is kind of thrown off your standards for what an episode to episode situation look like right I, I think that uh, kinda it could be cause I expect nothing but greatness from 86 at this point but yeah. like I said I'm not disappointed in this episode right right it, it's just you know this is a, a good episode very good episode if I don't know yeah just a very good episode that's it I, I can't say nothing bad about the episode there was nothing bad about the episode I agree I agree wholeheartedly <laughs> Yeah, man, fucking phenomenal, man. Uh, I will say this. I was just trying to gauge to see where you were, but I think me and you are on the same page as far as like how we feel about this episode. Very, very good episode, but I don't really have much to say about it. Like, I mean, so like the important talking points are Federica that her Federica be, yeah. her whole her whole talk um, incredible, but also. Uh, uh, the the Federacy uh, leader, yeah. his talk with with uh, the um, the military leader, um, and then like the the captain and basically her discussion with uh, if y'all gonna die or going to battle and die, I'm going to. Yeah, I think that was fucking dope. Um, and, and just her her attitude about it, right? Like it was so, fuck it, we here, and I'm happy mm-hmm. to be the one with you. I did enjoy uh, seeing the execution of the plan and the conversation of the plan uh, and this whole fucking plane thing. <laughs> she was silly. I do think it's still funny, though, like like you said, because the first time I saw it, I didn't necessarily think anything of it, but I still think it's funny to see that they got, actually got people on the front line. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, why are you there, bro? That armor is not going to save you, because you <laughs> might as well just... God, big fella. This is not built for you. These, these, the whole, the whole army, they are not, they are not playing with you. You out there with a, with a vest on and a helmet. <laughs> Looking like a halo Spartan and it ain't going to be enough. Every, every person needs a tank. Ain't no way they out here fighting without a tank. <laughs> right. I, that I didn't quite understand. They did what they can. They were like trying to do what they can. Setting up barricades, but you know, I just think that's funny. 
Yeah, it, it was just another really good episode, man. It was really good. I feel, I feel bad for Frederica. Because um, you understand her her worry and just her feelings in general, especially since she can she knows the, the feeling of what Shin went through. Yeah, and, and Shin saying, I'm not going to become your knight. I'm not going to be like that. Right. Well, he what, he wasn't really saying that. He was, I think the intention of that conversation was him saying that I am not him. Not that I'm not yeah. going to become him. I am not him. I so, am that dude, but I'm not him. Nah, nah, I'm not him. <laughs> <laughs> so don't rely on me to be him, which is fucking, it hurt, but it was real at the same time. Like, sorry, excuse me. It, it was definitely, again, another believable moment. I can't wait to review this one. As soon as this is done, we reviewed it. Oh, for sure. 100%. Like, the, the day it wraps. You got five more episodes. Jesus Christ. It feels like, if that feels like a lot, but it's really not. Not, but we almost there. Fuck, bro. It's almost time for that winter discussion. Damn. Well, yeah, well, you want to do that, what, in, in a week, two weeks? Uh, let's do I think, it. I think we do have one anime that starts on, like, the 22nd that's considered winter or something like that. Yeah, let's do it when Blue Period wraps up. There's only two more episodes of that. Bet. Speaking of Blue Period, what you think? Sorry, Crystal, turn off the podcast now. Yeah, sorry, Crystal. Best episode of the week. Yeah, facts. Um, Probably best episode of the show, maybe. It was just... So, Blue Period, this entire anime has been about the development of our main character and his artistic abilities, the the explanation of art, how to to expand on that, that kind of stuff, right? Um, the the side characters that have been always interesting in general, um, but they're not necessarily the focus because the focus is on the development of our character's art, right? Um, and they've made that extremely interesting the entire time. Right. Um, this episode, they took a detour, um, and not not a big one. It was like. They still did a lot of art yeah. and made that the emphasis, but they kind of halfway through the episode gave us a second emphasis and I, I loved it. They they always dipped their toe in those, uh, uh, I guess, little story beats that that led up to this moment. Cause it was oh, so fucking strong. Cause it always dropped that it dropped that Ryuji hint about you know his parents and and how they treated him because of his you know his nature. Fucking good, so good. And the conversation that Ryuji had with uh, Yagatoro was fucking fire. Which one over the phone or at the train station? Because both of them were good. Fuck you, right? <laughs> but the I, phone one, I, I was, was talking like, about yo. the phone one, but. I was like, yo, you Because that's exactly who he is. And you don't realize you know that until they mention it, but it's been that the entire show. And that's what wow. made this episode so beautiful is that that's how they explained him the entire show yeah. with his artwork is that he is he is the model student, extremely studious. He always has the right answer, but the right answer isn't always the right answer for every scenario. Especially Sometimes, in art. And that's what that's and that's what they did. This they're saying like, look, art is not the right answer every single time. Art is subjective as fuck, and sometimes you gotta throw out 
something else that is not always right to be right. And I love that that one student said the same thing that I said is that they should have just let Ryuji pass off that X alone. Because to me, as an artist, I see that and I'm just like, I know, I know this ain't the best you could do, but this X took a lot of thought. And I'm viewing it in my own experience. And to me, I would have gave that X a pass. Like, there's no way I cannot pass this X. Like, it, it's, it's honestly just too good. And that's subjective, you know. But um, that is like that, that risk that they talked about that our main character is not necessarily willing to take. Um, but Ryuji is. And kind of how, how it develops our character into this next step he takes when he goes to meet Ryuji was super dope. I was just like so good. Yeah, bro. The, uh, the cliffhanger is was unbelievable. Unbelievably good. But it and, and that's what made the cliffhanger really good too was that like they didn't leave us with a cliffhanger like our our uh, like Ryuji's gonna not get on the train. Like they they showed us Ryuji getting on the train, but they they didn't leave us on the cliffhanger where like Ryuji standing on the other side and we're just looking at each other or the train is coming and Ryuji. They 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 made sure we knew that the the next step, the next episode is a is a progression to them figuring out this next step. Yeah, right. I, I enjoyed that. It wasn't a shitty cliffhanger like Platinum End ends on every single time. Oh God, it's so disgusting. <laughs> You know, they were talking about on Twitter. Sorry to quickly change this. You know what? I'm going to save that for next week. Uh, yeah, Blue Period. Oh, God. I just, I must say, not to toot my own horn, but fuck, I can pick them. Yo, Polo suck, bro. Polo is the worst. I've been picking them, bro. This is a. And what's funny is this is definitely a sleeper. And I think when it finishes on Netflix, people going to be like, damn, that shit was good. Like, Again, I, I think it's very. You have to have that taste. If you don't have the taste for this kind of like slice of life, you won't enjoy it because it's not the prettiest thing to look at. It's not the most fast pacing paced show, right? Like it's not. It's not moment to moment to moment something, but it's it's just so good. I don't know. Pacing was on point to me. I don't know about that. You don't like the pacing for this? No, I love it. You know I love it. I think I'm speaking for the people. I'm, I think for the people. Because here's the thing. Everything is not for everybody. Bro. Exactly. Like, we, they, yeah, don't know. Make, they didn't make this for everybody. They know right off the bat, it's going to be a lot of people who don't like this just because of one of the characters in it, right? Right. But everybody's not going to be into this. So I think for, for the people it's made for, for the audience that is meant to grab, the pacing is on point. And I for agree. the people who don't mind a surprise, a surprise twist or some, some stuff thrown in, some extra drama or character development, I think it's on point. Yeah, I don't think it's that, that dramatic, though. I, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily are, think, but... I think... I think this specific part... Yeah, yeah. pretty dramatic and true. it leads you to that point to where we're excited to see what happens next that's true it does build that excitement fuck I can't wait I'm so sad it ended like that though because I was like fuck no but I was okay with it because I know it's going to come back on and continue the the climb of excellence I know it's not going to fucking pull a platinum in and dip you like dips yeah I do I see exactly what you're saying 
as you say it, when you said it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? Listen to this episode, bro. You don't know. All right. We just finished talking about Blue Period. What a great episode. My episode of the week, technically it's Polo's episode of the week, but he tried to be a go against the grain and do his own thing. But, you know, uh, we also talked about finished talking about 86, another really good episode. They consistent, just straight, straight great. Um, Jabba's Incarnation, consistently good as well. Um, let us know what you think about those three anime, our, our you know, regular spoilers that we have every week. We also had a break with the Mate in the Abyss song. Let us know. Uh, y'all excited for season two of Made in Abyss. And then we also got to know Mike Check Waifu. Waifu with two pet peas in anime. Let us know what yours are. Um, we also review Arcane. Man, that was a great review. A 9.2 out of 10 for Mike Check Waifu. Waifu review, which is pretty high up there. Um, we also talked about our weakest episodes of the week. <laughs> Mind being Platinum Man because it's the weakest of the season. Um, but also Far Away Paladin. Um, Polo, yeah. <laughs> Polo didn't like that episode, which I, I can understand. With uh, episodes of the week, Blue Period and Polo said, Comey can't communicate. It was live. Comey can't communicate it was wonderful. It was just way too good. And she's so cute. True. And then we also had anime news 86 is delayed. Sadly, we got two weeks for it to come back. So 11 days um, from when we're talking about right now. And then May in the Bit season two, obviously talking about Cam come back in twenty twenty two. We also talked about Polo's trip back to Houston with his boy Saber. We love him. Um, y'all already love him know so much. And then also thank you for listening. You know we've been growing every single month with y'all. Uh, we appreciate all those listens. And you know that's been episode one twenty seven of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I am at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check White Fool on Twitter and at Mike Check White Fool, White Fool on Instagram. And as always, Mike, Mike, Mike Check. I think for our anniversary, you gotta get like a, a picture of Saber as an anime dog. That'd be dope. You're now tuned into. Mike, just like the wife.